Blog okay, Talk Radio. I'm here. I'm live. It's all. Hello, and welcome to the Astro Energy Astrology Show on Blog Talk Radio with me, astrologer Shelley Overton. Each week, we go over the planetary positions, discuss astrology, and take callers' questions. If you would like to call in and get a reading, you can call 347-994-3365. Call in early as the lines fill up. Welcome to the Astro Energy Astrology Show. I am Shelley Overton, your friendly astrologer for the next half hour plus, and I want to welcome you. It is a lovely day in Orlando. I don't even think it's going to get out of the 70s, so we count our blessings whenever that happens, and I absolutely am counting mine. So I apologize for being a little late. I opened up my app to call in Skype a little bit late for the show, and it was very slow because can you guess it? Yes, Mercury is retrograde. And as I've said before, it's pretty much opposite my sun, my Mercury, my Uranus, my Pluto, everything that makes me uh, basically work on all cylinders. But so it's not like it hasn't been a little bit difficult with Neptune opposite my sun for the last couple of years. But anyway, um, we are going to talk a little bit more about Mercury, and I hope that I can make it through the show without being kicked off, because Mercury sometimes makes his presence known when I talk about him. So, um, yeah, we have an interesting energy with Mercury today. Well, actually, not even just today, but in the past. So I've got to run back here and uh, look up today's date, which is the 25th today. Oh, happy Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday today. So this, the moon enters Aries at 1.47 p.m. I'm just going to give you a little rundown of what's going on in the sky uh, today. And hold on one second. I just have one last thing to get up. There we go. My chart. Um, so the moon was sextile to Pluto at 1.57 a.m. And that's a good aspect, good energy. But we were all asleep on this side of the world. So don't know uh, how much of us, how many of us took advantage of that. And then the moon sextiled Saturn, and that was interesting. I just heard somebody else come in briefly onto this particular uh, broadcast. That was unusual. And um, so have you guys all been having unusual things happen? I've had a few unusual things. I've had um, a one interesting thing yesterday. My dad put up a light bulb in the bathroom, and uh, about two days, well, that was the day before yesterday, and yesterday it fell down and crashed out of nowhere. It wasn't turned on. The man at the light bulb shop said that it could result in heating it up to really high temperatures, too hot, and we're like, no, it hasn't even been on. It literally just broke. Like the base of the bulb 
split away from the glass part of the bulb and it came down, hit the shelf and shattered on the tile floor out of nowhere. Nobody was even in the bathroom. So um, that was interesting. My, uh, these are just a few things that Mercury has enticed people around me to do. Um, my father just bought a new car, even against my better astrological judgment to not buy vehicles under a Mercury retrograde. He wanted to do that. And so they negotiated a deal on a new Forester, which is kind of cute. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. I hope it goes really well. Um, I have learned my lesson about getting vehicles and appliances during Mercury retrograde. It's not something I ever recommend, even though you're likely wanting to. And part of the reason is because Mercury makes things act up. And so vehicles do not necessarily work properly during Mercury retrograde. And uh, my parents had had their vehicle, I think, 13 years. So they were ready for a change anyway. And they just recently found out that there was some work that needed to be done that was more than the worth of the vehicle. So that was really what enticed them to go out and do it besides Mercury in retrograde. And then my daughter, who is a couple feet from me here, she's interested in getting a new vehicle, but I know she's not going to do it before Mercury goes direct because um, it's kind of a new whim and it's so close to the end of the month. I'm pretty sure it'll take a couple weeks. But um, yeah, so vehicles, these are all things covered under Mercury. And I'm going to go over a little bit more of the Mercury energy today as well with this um, discussion because not everybody is real familiar with the planet. And I want to find ways of explaining the energy kind of more in depth than I normally do, because when you've done astrology for as long as I have, and you try to explain to people who aren't real familiar, you can synopsize and repeat the same information to kind of just give a general view of things. But that's not necessarily helping people who have understood it a little bit more but want to hear more in depth. So um, I'm going to give you another way of interpreting this energy. So something that really helps me is when I assign a planet to a person I know. The way to do that is to figure out who has the sun sign of the planet, how do I put this? Mercury rules Virgo and Gemini. So you find someone who is a Virgo and a, or a Gemini, and you can see through a lot of their behavior and personality attributes of Mercury. And so, you know, Gemini, I know some, I know a couple people who are Gemini, and they are very interested in words, they're intellectuals. They are um, <laughs> duplicitous at times, meaning they'll say one thing and do another, or they will tell you something and not follow through, or they'll tell you something and purposely do something else. Um, I had a situation with a Gemini recently who told me they were going to do one thing, and then I found out through someone else what was said behind the scenes and then they went ahead and did what they were going to do, but told me that it was for another reason. And um, and I know what the reason is because I've heard other information. <laughs> so um, you can tell sometimes that Mercury isn't always forthright. They can work 
behind the scenes, and usually there is a connection to the interest of the person. So um, whatever they, what motivates them, and honestly, I mean, I, I don't know that I can necessarily pass judgment on that because if you ever listen to Abraham or The Secret, basically they're saying that if you are in alignment with yourself, you will have more synchronicity and more fortune come into your life. So, you know, that particular sign, and of course the president is a Gemini, and yes, he is. he does play fast and loose with the truth. And... So, but yet you look at him, and I know I've listened to this one particular Abraham uh, video where she said he is in complete alignment with his true self because he doesn't listen to anyone else. He continually says, it's the best, it's the greatest, and he's aligning what with what he wants it to be, whether or not it is actually the truth. And so he creates this incredible energy around him, basically a juggernaut of compliance with the universe. The universe says, okay, that's how you see it, and you totally believe that's what it is, so we're going to continue to give you more of the same. So I can't completely fault uh, Geminis for being completely in their own self-interest, because honestly, as a person who is continually trying to consider what others are doing and be cooperative um, a little now a bit now and then to be in my own energy really feels good so that brings me to the other sign that is mercury and that is virgo and so the difference between mercury and virgo are that uh, mercury comes through the air energy and the air element in gemini and comes through the earth element in virgo so yes, Virgo has some of the same attributes. We are chatty people. We are analytical people, but we are probably more pragmatic about it and we want to see the tangible proof as opposed to working strictly with just ideas, which is um, kind of the driving energy of a Gemini. They have so many ideas and so many thoughts about how things should go and how things are that honestly I think they have more of a difficult time just committing to one thing. So that can be also part of why Mercury in the energy of Gemini isn't always forthright because they're, they honestly do see multiple sides of the story, which is really an air sign attribute. You take Libra, they have a hard time deciding because they are understanding of everyone's point of view. And Aquarius, which is friend of everyone. And Aquarians can be very, pardon me Aquarians, because I love you, but fickle. And Mercury has that same fickle quality when it's in the material world. So the material world is defined as earth energy and um, you know in astrology the earth energy creates the material world it's the physical tangible moving through hard things hitting hard things and um, the groundedness where the air energy of mercury is much more about um, intellect and energy that is electrical so if you think of mercury as a planet and a persona then it is a very quick-witted, thinking, verbal energy that is attracted to electricity, to gadgets. 
Oh, I'm getting another overlap there. <laughs> That's really interesting. I, I've been getting it ever since I started this. It sounds like I'm on a party line there for a couple seconds. Um, yeah, so that's Mercury saying, hey, yeah, I'm here and I rule electricity and you're going to hear other people. So it's kind of like that. Mercury is very much like overlapping voices. So people who are Mercury ruled and, you know, by larger quantity, Aquarian, Uranian ruled, um, they have thoughts crossing over each other because they are taking in energy from all sources and they they have it like a radio tower electricity and radio waves and electrical waves anything that is in the air will come in and so mercury rules that kind of energy it rules thought and communications it rules electronics and gadgets and um, inventions and fidgetiness and fickle qualities but um, curiosity education, learning, um, and it's a, Gemini, it's a very happy energy with children. So um, Gemini energy gets along with children as does Leo. So Gemini and Leo actually would be a really good combination romantically because of that shared love of uh, story and children. But Mercury is retrograde. So Mercury can be short-circuiting during retrograde. And we see all these anomalies. We see, oh my gosh, yesterday and today, I was riding with my daughter and someone was coming off the off-ramp to the highway onto the very large road that we were on, a main artery in our area. My daughter was driving and she was coming up on this intersection, but the person pulled out half a car length into the lane, saw she was coming and stopped her car. <laughs> so... She didn't go forward. She didn't go backwards. She just stopped in the path. And um, we were both a little annoyed and amused at the same time. It was pretty funny. Because, like, okay, you got to move one way or the other because nothing's happening if you're stopped right in front of us. Thankfully, we didn't have an accident. But it really wasn't her right of way. So that kind of thing. And then it happened again this morning. Someone pulled out of Starbucks into our right of way and just stopped. So this energy because it's electrical because it's mental and it's it's hard to decide people will initiate but not finish and that can go into many different areas it can be you know a choice to start something and never finish it i would recommend you don't start projects during this energy although i have to admit i did start a drawing um, a few days ago and i finished it today so that's kind of rare but I do have Saturn in Pisces, so maybe that's to my advantage. I have the ability to create form and structure. And another side note, Mercury is retrograde in my own chart. So a retrograde Mercury actually, even though it's opposite my natal Mercury, can mean that you're more in your element, that the way energy works is more to your understanding, and that you feel more on your game during the retrograde periods. You can see more fortune come into your life during those retrograde periods because that's the direction of energy was going when you were born. So if you know you have a Mercury retrograde in your chart, it may not, I mean, you're probably going to have but you may also have a lot of fortune coming into your life and meeting, especially now. So let's get to our topic, which is Mercury joining with the sun. So this is called combust. 
it means that the sun outshines the planet next to it. It is obviously extremely bright. The sun rules our egos and it rules drive. It also is the ruling quote unquote planet or light that oversees the Aries energy. So Aries is very driven, it's very self-focused, and it's a cardinal energy. So the sun is really good with taking care of the self and getting stuff done, shining the light on situations, um, being the center of attention. Remember, the sun is the center of our solar system. So we have this really strong energy in and of itself, and now Mercury, which rules all of our electronics and communication dealings, contracts, um, things of analysis, it is now being rather outshined by the sun. And that means that we are going to have an ego connection to whatever happens with our technology, with transportation, with anything Mercury rules. There will definitely be a motivation through the ego and the sense of self. Now, to throw another wrench into the whole thing, they're both in the sign of Pisces, which is the anti-ego and the anti-communicator in a way. So because Mercury rules the opposite sign to, Vir to uh, Pisces, which is Virgo, Mercury does not become chatty in Pisces. He becomes very quiet. So in, an, in a general rule, Mercury in Pisces is a quiet energy. It observes. It doesn't want to talk. It is perfectly happy being away from communications and away from situations where there is an overwhelming electrical energy. It's a water energy. So putting Mercury in Pisces, remember water is a conductor of electricity. So it's like getting electrified in a bathtub a little bit. And so we're going to feel that. We're going to feel that jolt of electricity because we are conducting it. Um, Mercury, interestingly, romantically, Mercury signs, well, Mercury in air doesn't necessarily cooperate with the water signs, but Mercury in Earth does. Mercury in the sign of Pisces makes us more intellectually aware of Piscean endeavors. And so that means we are going to expand where we are more psychic, more in tune. We're going to have more telepathic instances, more communications uh, non-verbally. Body language, we'll see a look and know exactly what that look intended. And then um, cars may have gas problem issues, fuel line issues, um, anything where there's water in the car or liquid. So oil, I need an oil change desperately in my car. Um, you know, anything liquid and wiper fluid, my wipers are broken. Um, I'm low on wiper fluid. Fortunately, there's nothing wrong with my gas. So yeah, we have to pay attention to these things. Um, anyway, it, so Mercury conjunct the sun means that we are driven to do something on our own behalf. We may want to say something that's more encouraging. Pisces is a really loving, giving, warm, appreciative, um, universally loving energy. So with Mercury and Pisces, we have situations where we're really embraced and loved for who we are 
and we may want to seek out people that we feel in the past we've had a sentimental attachment to. I definitely have had, I would say, three or four people from the past come back in during this Mercury retrograde. And um, my aunt being one of them, who is a Pisces, her birthday was yesterday, so happy birthday. Um, and so, you know, we're going to have that strong emotional, sentimental storyline coming back through our lives with this energy. Um, the other thing I wanted to add was Mercury-Sun conjunction. The last time they were together was Friday, January 10th, just after the new year. It was the first eclipse of the year. The moon was full at 20 degrees Cancer. And um, I found that really interesting because when you look at when the two planets meet up, one being retrograde, of course, sun doesn't ever go retrograde, but Mercury is retrograde quite a lot. Mercury was going forward over the sun and ran ahead of the sun. So if you assign the energy of the planets to humans, the sun is the person who has a big personality, who attracts many people, who is the center of attention in their field. And at the time the sun was in Capricorn, um, hang on, I'm just going to look back over this. So the sun was in Capricorn, the moon was in Cancer. And so Mercury went over the sun. Mercury was in Capricorn. And so he was talking a literal language. He was into um, systems and government structures, literal qualities of speech. He was into um, tangible goods, material goods, buildings, rooting in, getting grounded. This year began with the strong Capricorn energy with the planets in Capricorn. Jupiter had just gone into Capricorn. Um, and then Mercury was joining up again just uh, two days, three days after the stellium in Capricorn was when Mercury was talking to the sun. So the sun in your life is the person who's kind of the central figure that you really connect to the one who kind of holds it all together, especially in Capricorn. And then Mercury was the contract or the advisor. He was the assistant. He was um, the administrator, the person who makes contracts, any kind of field employment could have been Mercury. Mercury is finding out that you got a job in a new career field. Mercury is going back into college and figuring out what you want to do with your career. So that's the energy that the sun and Mercury had the last time they were together. They were both moving forward. They were both initiating energy and it's cardinal energy in Capricorn. So it's about creating your career. These two signs, Mercury, excuse me, Pisces and Capricorn have really been the basis of the beginning of the year till now. Most of the planets are in those two signs. They're starting to gradually get out. Um, Moon is in Pisces today. He'll be in Aries tomorrow. Venus is in Aries now. And Uranus has been in Taurus. Um, and honestly, Uranus and Taurus, Neptune in Pisces, Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter in Capricorn are all cooperative. They are all sextile to each other or trying to each other. So it is a really positive energy of the dream energy, the connectedness to the collective, combining with the ability to make the structures hard and fast. And so 
this year is definitely about where we're at building the new vision, but also wrapping up the old vision. And so Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac, and that means that, oh my goodness, I, I think I said the sun rules Aries. I don't know why that just hit me. It rules Leo. So, um, yeah, it's more Leonine energy. I apologize if I made that mistake. Um, anyway, so we've got the, the Pisces Capricorn energy, really cooperative, and then Uranus giving us new ideas, new ways of connecting the electrical into the material, ideas and innovations into the material world. So um, that is also the actual currency of the material world, the value in the physical, tangible aspect. So all of these energies are really combining into this huge soup of uh, awakening and letting go, but wrapping up the old story. Uh, Mercury, sun coming back together. Mercury is went out ahead when the sun was in Capricorn. He went through Aquarius. In the sign of Aquarius, Mercury is definitely gathering information. He's gathering um, notes and ideas. He's taking notes on things he found out to be true. And he's getting rid of things he didn't need. Then he goes into Pisces and gets sentimental about letting those things go. As he retrogrades back to the sun and joins up and tells of all the adventures he's had for the last two months, month and a half, um, he's really dumping that into our sense of self. We're going, wow, you know, we had these adventures. We did a lot of things. I mean, I did. I was up in North Carolina last week, and it was a lot of fun. It was partly associated with career and joining into one of the partnerships I'm involved in. I have actually three partnerships <laughs> this year and um, groups of people that I am working with to do more with my astrology and a little bit with my art, but mostly my astrology. And so we had this time of gathering steam towards that Aquarian energy. And now Mercury, he's been aware of what works and now he's seeing what may not work or he's seeing what his pet peeves are with the retrograde motion. He went through the energy direct and in retrograde Pisces, he's a little go, and so he's going to be a little bit more analytical and critical and cold retrograde. So he is not as tolerant retrograde because remember he is an analytical energy. So he's going to be back reporting to the sun, reporting to our senses of self and our identities, going, "This is what I found. This isn't working. In this, this, and this, you don't feel good. You don't feel embraced." by the energy. You don't feel embraced by that person. person is not being nice to you or they're critical to you or you're critical to them. And the energies do not mesh. So this is really a time of letting go of things that are not really in your best interest. And then Mercury will be going direct March 9th and he'll be going back through this energy after he touches Aquarius again. So that is entrepreneurship and um, really finding your people and getting that all squared away. I do want to say, um, this, I'm going to wrap up this part of the show before I take a couple calls in my overlap time. We're going to lose the, some of the ability to hear me if you're listening live and on the um, phone lines, but you can hear it in archive on iTunes under Astro Energy, or you can also hear it linked into angeliczodiac.com, which is my website. 
And I hope you listen to the full show because we're going to take some calls. And we'll see you next week, those of you I lose. And I'm going to start to take some calls now. So let's see who we have here. Oh, hang on one second. I have to look real quick because I want everybody to get the full information for the week coming up. I want to double check that I don't have something else going on here. And I tell you tomorrow, Mercury sextiles Mars is going to be a really good day for getting stuff done and moving forward. And we do have a square coming up next week, um, Monday and Tuesday. There are a bunch of squares. We'll talk about that next week probably. But overall, it looks like a pretty good weekend with the exception potentially of the moon and Gemini squaring Mercury and Pisces, which means a little bit of miscommunication going on on Sunday. Okay, let's take the first call and 561. Hi, 561. We have a long-time caller, a long-time listener caller. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you, Shaley? Hi. Oh, my gosh. How are you? James? <laughs> yes. Yay. It's good to talk to you. Yay. I haven't heard from you for a good while. You. Oh, I've been wrapped yeah. up in work. Oh, have you? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What can I do for you today? <laughs> Just uh, kind of checking in to see what's going on. I don't know why this seems wrong. March 30th, 1985, correct? Yes. Okay. Okay, we're good. We got you. I don't know why I was thinking we yeah. shared the same birthday, but I think there's another caller that we share the same birthday. And I'm like, <laughs> I thought you and I did too. Well, we don't. You're a wonderful <laughs> little Piscean. Love that. So, um, yeah, what can I do for you today? Yeah, just, just kind of want to see what's going on with me in terms of the planets, if there's anything interesting coming up. Yeah. Yeah, we've got um, – so the Pisces Capricorn in your chart falls over the upper right quadrant, which is the seventh house of marriage and partnership, the eighth house of commitment and money and joint finances, legalities, and then it goes into higher education spirituality, and that's the Pisces stuff in your chart. So what I see that's really kind of interesting is the moon, the sun, and Mercury are all – joined today so we've got the moon and the sun at four degrees pisces and mercury at nine and then neptune is in your house of career so you've got already that energy of um, intuitiveness and connectedness to metaphysical or spiritual things in your career you have that more dreamy quality that you bring to your career but mercury sun and moon are all going to be really lighting that up for you as well so, um, oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. I see this is um, no wonder. Okay, I've got February. I don't even know. I must not have updated that particular um, card here. It, it was the 23rd, which is two days ago. So let's look at it again. The moon is already there. So you got the moon joined Chiron um, coming up in the next day. And that will mean there's probably a little friction going on with you and another person associated with your career. And part of that is the ability to act on your own behalf and be autonomous and driven in your career, that there's some kind of friction between you and another, another person associated with your career that's going to kind of rear its ugly head. It could be later today, too, because the moon is at 28 Pisces. Like I said, the moon goes into uh, Aries pretty quick here at 147. What time zone are you in? Uh, Eastern. Eastern. Okay. So, yeah, about 2 o'clock. Uh, moon will be triggering that wounding uh, in Aries, which means there could be, pardon the term, but a little castration of of your energy going mm. on associated <laughs> with your job or your career. There's somebody that is kind of 
making it difficult or maybe more aggressive towards you, um, your energy in your chart, even you're such a nice, loving energy, but you have a ton of Aries in your chart. So um, you can be really like, I'm just going to go do it and, you know, forget about other people around you. So I just want to caution you that you're either going to potentially be around somebody who has more masculine energy, and it could be a mother figure or a mom. Um, your mom is going to be really connected to that Chiron energy. So, you know, I don't know how much you interact with your mother. Do you talk to mom much? Mm. Oh, yeah, every day. <laughs> well, she could say something that could really get under your skin today, just so you know. Um <laughs> And, you know, really stress you out a little bit about how your sense of self and, like, what you're trying to achieve. And you've got Venus in Aries right now, too, and you've got a natal Venus in Aries, so they're fairly close to conjunct, although Venus is just past a conjunction. You've been dealing with that in your house of social energy, so people that you're meeting who are friends or networking with for career. Um, this is, it's very social. Aquarius energy wants to be part of a group. So Venus is triggering more of a desire to find people who have similar interests as you do. And um, mm. a little bit more driven. You're very ambitious. Um, that comes through with all the Aries. And then, um, wow, you've got a lot of different planets triggering your natal planets. Uranus is coming up on your Mars. Um, it will retrograde before it gets to your Mars, and it's also kind of a slowish moving planet. It takes quite a few years to go through a sign. So it's really, it's within a conjunction right now, but very light conjunction. Um, it's going to keep moving forward this year, and then it'll retrograde. So next year is going to be a really strong year for you to need to do your own thing for money. And it's going to really strongly involve associates. So you want to really build those connections to people in the area that you want to pursue for career in the next few years. Okay. okay. So that's really that a high sense. focus for you, entrepreneurship and building networks. Um, and then on the other side there with Pluto, Saturn in your eighth house, you are wrapping up an old story. And I want to say for you, this strikes me more as a father figure, mother energy of trying to, get past those stories with your parents because you're going to be taking off into a new um, connection to someone else after Saturn goes into Aquarius. And then, of course, there'll be a retrograde. Saturn is dad, and in the eighth house, it is more of that psychological connection and how you integrate the dynamic with your father and career, your father and your relationships. So... Um, yeah, and then Mars is also on your Neptune in Capricorn, so there are a lot of dad issues also in your chart. Not just mom today. Today's mom, but like overall, dad is more of a strong connection, and Mars is coming up on your Neptune in your house of marriage, which means that you're being asked to look how you integrate the ideal of a partner and maybe change it to not be so idealistic and really understand that other the compassion is something that needs to happen and maybe the compassion needs to be towards yourself first and then you can really integrate how to treat other people when you know your needs are being met because you're meeting them and you're not forcing others to meet your needs. Does that make sense right. to you? Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Well, you also got Jupiter exiting your house of marriage and partnership into commitment, which is a major life change coming in. Um, are you married? I didn't think you were married. No. Oh, no. Yeah. 
But there's definitely some marriage energy very strong in your chart, especially when Jupiter crosses that threshold, pardon the pun, um, into commitment. <laughs> Mars on Neptune could be an ideal partner coming in. But again, really the message that all the planets in Capricorn transiting have been giving you is please clean your house of old dogma, old belief systems that aren't working for you anymore based on the dynamic of your parents to yourself or your parents to each other in marriage. Okay. That's mm, that the clear so message. What was that? Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah. So when you really um, own the energy, in other words, say, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I was doing that because this is what I believed, then you change karma. You've changed and shifted, and then you can let it go and bring in the person who is more in alignment with what you want and not just someone who's reflecting back your parents because you haven't, you haven't integrated the dynamic yet. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I know it, it makes yep. sense to me. Oh, wow. I hope it makes sense to you. Anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I have for you. That's pretty heavy, Thank isn't you. it? Thank oh, you. Sorry about that. Yeah, anyway, it's, no, it's what I needed. It's what I needed. Okay. Great. Great. Well, I would love, you, you know, if you ever want to do a private reading, I would love to hear more details. And um, I, I really do enjoy communicating with people on the one-on-one when I do private readings because I, I swear I just get the most enjoyment and satisfaction from doing private readings with people. So I'm going to tell you and I'm going to tell everyone else, if you want a reading, please do contact me through my website or through so at angeliczodiac.com because I just love connecting to people one-on-one and doing readings and really digging deeper. And and I have such really great clients and it's just amazing. So anyway, I want to thank you for letting me read you today. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. You take care, James. Talk to you again soon. You too. Okay. Bye. Oh, so nice. It was a long time since I heard from him. Okay. That's honestly all I have today, but, I will ask you to call in early next week so that we can get to you at the beginning or I mean not the beginning of the show, the beginning of the reads for people who call in and I'll try and take people who haven't called in um, more frequently. I do want to get a few people who I haven't seen before. And so we'll take you next week. Please do call back and that's the show for this week. Thank you. See you next week. Hi, this is Shelly. Thank you for joining us this week to contact me for a private reading go to angeliczodiac.com under the readings tab. Background music was provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com with additional music by Tracy Coriel at tracyland.com, T-R-A-C-E-Y-L-A-N-D.com. Music provided on show-by-show basis will be credited within the body of the show. For more info on my art, go to ShellyOverton.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-O-V-E-R-T-O-N.com. Merch and other astrological art can be found at AstroArt.net. To purchase my ebook, Learn Astrology, you can find it at AngelicZodiac.com, including discounts. Be sure to check back next week and subscribe through iTunes at Astro Energy Astrology Show.